0: It's been a weird week. We got a lot of weird news this week about the COVID-19 vaccinations and, uh, and the Delta variant, which is looming dangerously over us all. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today and some of the weird things that some people believe about uh, the, the vaccinations. And, and it's just the strangest thing of all.
1: Well, I guess when you're bored, your imagination goes nuts.
0: That could be it. You're locked down and you come up with all these crazy stories and it's easy to believe them. I don't know why. Uh, You're you're listening to Older and Wiser, folks. Um, I'm Bob Bates in Los Angeles, uh, joined, of course, as always, by Susan Sakura up there in Northern California. Yes. How are you doing I, up there?
1: I'm doing okay. I said this morning, I, I had to get myself together here, and I said, you know, it's taking a little longer all the time, and I'm not going for gorgeous anymore. I'm just going for presentable.
0: <laughs> that's, that's all we can expect, and presentable you are. In when fact. I
1: get into the next zone is not embarrassing to her friends or family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's talk about this item in Newsweek. Newsweek. Uh, The headline is, survey shows majority of unvaccinated Americans believe microchips are in the vaccines. Okay. Uh, Can we just, first of all, it's such a crazy thing to believe. First of all, microchips are small, all right, but they're not microscopic, right? Right, right. They, maybe they're the size of a, the head of a pin at the smallest, more likely the size of a head of a thumbtack, but they're, they're not small enough to fit through a hypodermic needle.
1: The point, though, is that, first of all, why would anybody do I mean, now, I, I, even Vladimir Putin is not interested in what I have in the morning. Well,
0: us. that's the other thing. Why do, why, why do we care if anybody tracks us, first of all? The government can track me, I don't care, I'm sitting here all day. What you know, I'm not I'm not doing anything.
1: That I, I Even <laughs> if they could do it, right? Yeah. Think about it for a minute. They're not interested. They don't have enough people in the IRS to follow up on the people who make gobs of money and, and don't pay anything and should. I'm not even talking about they get away with it legal. I'm talking about people who do illegal things. Not you and me, obviously. But I'm talking about people who just try to cheat the government every year in April. They don't there's
0: even a, have a, enough people to do that. They don't have enough do to follow that. up
1: on that. So why so how, would they, they be tracking
0: do? some guy who lives in Alabama on a farm? You know, it why makes no sense there's no logic no, no. to it
1: well i don't know what they want but you know they and the other thing is this whatever they want to find out about you probably there's another way to find out already or they already know
0: of course so there in other words there are no microchips in the vaccines that's the truth the absolute no truth privacy, so so, yeah, so right. why yeah. so one in 5 americans um believe that there are vax uh, that there are microchips in the vaccines that's just to me, I'm,
1: I'm, uh, one
0: in four Republicans.
1: You so, microchip your pet. You don't get microchipped. No. I'm I'm sort of at a loss. Like I always go back. Maybe it's because of having done talk shows, and that's just the way I interviewed, But I went back. why why that why do they believe this and why would they believe that and what you know what would make what would cause them to believe these kinds of things. I don't know. I I just. <sighs> I know it's 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 disheartening. Critical thinking is not out there. I do. I will say this before we go down the same path here. It's very tempting for people who are vaccinated and who are annoyed now because they thought, you know, hey, I'm vaccinated. I'm okay. I'll take my mask off. You take your lumps if you're not vaccinated. But that's I mean, obviously, that that's hardly in the uh, spirit of the common good. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a natural Reaction, I think.
0: Um, but well, my reaction careful. is more than just I'm okay. Why don't let's all take our masks off? And you, I'm also realizing that the fact that they're not getting vaccinated is slowing down the process of reaching herd immunity. Like That's we're right. not going to get there
1: if they don't do it. Okay, that's correct. But they think they have good reasons not to do it. And the point is, as a couple of doctors even mentioned yesterday in several interviews, you know, all the usual suspects. And they basically said if you. If you take them on as, you know, you idiot, you're dumb, you should, you know, mm-hmm. if you take that higher than, uh, better than thou attitude, right? you're not going to get anybody anywhere. And they're going to get, get, get dug in. You're, you're yeah. yelling at them, and they're going to get ha- ha- on their soapbox, and this is just going to go on. True. And nobody is going to meet in the middle and say, you know what, this is good. You True. have to listen, May, I, again.
0: Absolutely. And maybe even us here, you know, me f- complaining that there's a level of stupidity there that just is beyond my comprehension. That's insulting. And not fair to the people who have these concerns and have heard this information and are honestly concerned about it. Uh, I do think it's good that companies are now requiring it because they're allowed yeah. to require it, that the yeah. U.S. government is requiring federal workers to be vaccinated. I think the fact that we're um, so worried about this COVID vaccine and it being something that we dare not ask people. A, a demand that people uh, get. Uh, I think the, that time is, is passing, and I think soon enough it's going to just simply be a requirement to fly, to visit restaurants, to, yeah. uh, to do a lot of things you, you want to do. And people who are sort of on the fence will go, yeah. Well, if I can't do that, I'll get it. I don't care. You know, it's right. like that. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next uh, topic today. Here's the headline. This was from Fast Company. Um, A shocking percentage of restaurant patrons say they don't leave tips for the waitstaff. Wow. Now, first of all, I would have assumed... Listen, I know there's bad tippers out there, and I I figured there's people who are going to leave a little tip. But according to this Harris poll, this is amazing. They asked 1,011 people about tipping, and only 82% said they typically, typically leave a, a tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means 18% don't. 18% of people get up from a restaurant meal and don't leave a tip.
1: Yeah. Shocked? I, I'm surprised. In some ways, I guess I'm surprised the number isn't even a little higher. because Really? I think, right now, people are watching every penny. You've got, you've got a Listen, lot of people saying... call
0: me crazy. You're watching every penny, but you're at a restaurant? Well, yeah, well if you're watching yeah. every penny, you shouldn't be eating okay. in the restaurant that has a waiter who needs but to be paid.
1: N- you're not at the top of you're not at a five star, four star restaurant, whatever it is, all the time. Yeah. You, this could be happening at, at a, you sit down at McDonald's. Although McDonald's you wouldn't get served. No. That's a bad example. No, too. I mean if I feel like anybody a-
0: who can't afford to tip can't afford to eat there. That's Yeah, all. well that's
1: your law, but they're they're not thinking that
0: way. Uh, it says here that ninety one percent of baby boomers said they do tip while well, only 81% of Gen Xers and 72% of Millennials. So uh,
1: interesting,
0: the younger ones aren't tipping. It's not That's the right. old folks. It's That's, the younger ones.
1: Well, okay. Can I make a point about that? Yeah. We have talked in the past about how things were more affordable when we were growing up. Things were certainly much more affordable when our parents were growing up. Okay, yeah. They could afford to buy a house and pay it off. The pro- so the how does this up. affect tipping? they don't have the money for it and they
0: want something to eat. Yeah. I still feel like the um, the argument that we can't afford to tip is 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 that's really uh, I'm I'm not buying it because I, They're going to say that you're in for the in, hamburger. You're paying for service. In a restaurant where a waiter has to come and take your order and serve you, somewhere right. along the line, they have learned that they don't have to, or someone has said tipping is optional. So, where, where it kind of changed, I'm, I'm not sure.
1: Well, technically, tipping is optional. It is, it's, you're right. Technically, it, is it is optional. You can walk out of a restaurant, and if you have a, a $30 bill for something that you had alone, even pay $30. Um, you, you can pay $30 and, and whatever the tax is and that's it, but you don't have to tip.
0: Is it a di- um, are, we, are they thumbing their nose at tradition and custom or are they um, lacking in simple concern for the waiter and the, and the work that they do?
1: or are they overwhelmed by other expenses and they still want to eat something out even if it's not in the top of the line restaurant. You
0: are really doing a nice job trying to defend this. I love you for that because I'm no, on the other no, side no, no. of this. We need I'm both sides. not
1: defending it. I listen, I think that you should tip them. But what goes to the core of this and they probably looked into it because they got twitter and all that stuff that they've got everything at their fingertips so they know that these people are not paid well now you and i know they're not paid well so we would never think of getting up from a table and not leaving something
0: oh but some people might not know that
1: and well i think they do maybe they think this is the responsibility of the employer of the guy or the woman who owns the restaurant
0: maybe the that other that may possibility what 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 really it, tipping is a weird and stupid a uh, kind of a convention anyway to be fair if. Uh, if if you need more money to pay the waiter and waitress, just charge us more and mm-hmm. build it into the bill. The, yeah. the fact that we are kind of expected to add an 18% tip to um, our meal and then do the math ourselves and sort of add it and pretend like it's a special thank you to the person uh, yeah. is kind of silly because it's just a standard thing we do. In, in in Great Britain, I believe they often just add it into the
1: a lot of The places, check well, and if you stick you your group, card in. Yeah, if you it, go with a group, if you have a group party, if you have an outing or a family event, and you have it in a restaurant, they'll just usually add, on add it in as a group, twenty percent or fifteen percent, whatever it, it is. May, doing, it, we
0: 18, may be getting to the point where they yeah. just need to go ahead and add it in, or just get rid of tipping and pay people
1: more. I'm not Look, sure which. The people, the people who do this, um, depending on where they work, um, uh, a waiter at uh, an Olive Garden is not going to make what a waiter at a French Laundry is going to make. And True. so there's a big difference there. And bartenders can do very well also, and they're not running around and doing it. They're getting the drink and putting it there, and that's Only it. Only 60% so-
0: per- per- of people tip bartenders, oh, uh, which wow. is interesting, okay. too. You know, uh, and, and 26% of people put money in those tip jars you know, yeah. at the counter. Oh, well, interesting. I
1: thought that was an interesting if I'm on, statistic. Listen, if I'm on a line at, you know, like a bagel store or something, and I'm going through and I'm getting it right there, do I put something in the in the jar? Often not. No. Because No, like at there, a
0: Starbucks, it, do you worry it. about that? Oftentimes, no, here's my card. You just run it. You don't worry. It's just like right. it's a dollar But or if something.
1: somebody's going back and forth, and oh, this is a little, can you get me something? Can you get me a little more Parmesan cheese or what? You know, they're going back and forth, and they're doing their best to make your, your meal fabulous. And then... Um, you know, you walk out and you don't leave anything. That's that's a problem. I that's think. a problem. I, I do think it's a problem. I think it's I think it's not fair. As long as the system does not change, I think it's not fair. I think a couple of restaurants actually tried this in the past, where they raised the prices so that they could raise their um, the pay that they gave their wait people, mm-hmm. and
0: I they think lost business. To catch on? Yeah. Well, yeah no. Have, right. Yeah. Right. Right. No. I, I agree. You know? yeah, and yeah. The truth
1: is, if you sit down, if you sit down and have a um, again, if you get a thirty dollar bill for a fancy hamburger and salad or whatever and you pay something you pay the tip or you pay a little more for that hamburger and there is no tip and it says no tipping then you know that's yeah it. When I maybe tipping
0: groceries- is a sneaky way of making the food look cheaper and ultimately, I, you end up having to pay more.
1: I think it's a not-so-sneaky not way of the person who owns the restaurant to pay the people who work there less and hope they make true. it on their tips.
0: All right, know? next up, uh, this survey comes to us from a company called Ownerly, um, and basically what it says is that um, the, uh, many people simply do not know their neighbors by name. I don't think yeah, this, this is th- that surprising, especially no. in modern urban America. Um, According to this, one in six people don't know any of their neighbors' names. Um, Not one person. How about you? Do you know the name of any of the people in your area?
1: Um, I know, yes, I know the name of the person across the hall. Um, I know a person who lives upstairs. Um, I know a person who lives across the way. Now, do I hang out with them all the time? No, but I know the names.
0: The names. Yeah, we're only talking about that. One in five respondents age 60 and older reported knowing the names of 11 or more neighbors. Mm -hmm. Almost double the rate of uh, other age groups. Do you think older people find it more important to know who their neighbors are, or are they just, you know, in need of social contact?
1: I think it's a little of both. I think it's a little of both. In the first instance, if if your health is not good, or if, like, a lot of us, when we get past a certain age, the doctor will say, don't fall, don't fall, be careful, take your time, don't fall. So, So you're thinking maybe we want to know our neighbors'
0: names in case of emergency.
1: So that, yeah, so that somebody misses you, so you're not, you know. Yeah, so they don't wait until
0: the smell comes a- a seeping under the door, <laughs> say that you're into not the hallway. In the tomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you find, and I seem to notice this from walks around the neighborhood, that older people will nod and say, Howdy, and younger people can cro- cross paths with you, and they will not make eye contact. They do not want yeah, to well, say hello. Yeah, well, first oh, of all, they
1: might, be, they might be plugged in or looking down. And so you don't, you don't think there's them- an
0: age difference uh, in terms of the yes, conventions I do. of being sociable?
1: Yeah, I I do. I think that's part of it, but I also think that more younger people, more of the younger people, are walking around with their with their phones and they're looking at them which i think is nuts because they can trip and fall too but if they trip and fall break a hip it's not going to be the end of the world for us it could be the end <laughs> of life as we know it that's or true. certainly it could be life-threatening so you've got to be more careful when you're older and i think that's part of it and, and you've got to pay attention to who's coming and going and now everybody should pay attention because if somebody's coming at you without a mask you may at this point especially if you're in a store for instance you, you want to you know have your if you want to avoid them you can yes. so that may be a, a oh that's possible a habit too. you want to incorporate yeah. and it might translate outside as well i personally if i see somebody and they make eye contact with me um uh, or like sometimes i'll be walking uh somewhere on the uh the apartment complex property and somebody's coming this way maybe they're coming with a dog and they'll may, maybe they'll move over with the dog to let me pass by that may be for dog reasons, it may be for COVID reasons, but I'll go by it on thank that we'll make eye contact. Yeah,
0: sure, sure. I think yeah. it's the, uh, an, a an age thing. Honestly, I sort of remember days when I was in my teens, and I was be walking somewhere with my dad. My dad would feel like he had to chat with everybody on the sidewalk, and I was rolling yes. my eyes, thinking, yes. "Don't bother them. Stop talking to everybody." And oh, I didn't
1: roll my eyes. My father did that, though. I, I, I thought my father knew everyone in Long Branch, New Jersey. <laughs> he came out of church, and his everybody's going, "Hi, Teddy." Had you know, and, the, and he knew everybody. And I I also think that's part of it too. It depends. Now you may be very but much, but as a, a kid, different. you're
0: not yeah. as socially adept, perhaps, and maybe you feel un- uncomfortable with engaging in conversation. So maybe. Maybe that was why, as a as a young man, I did not, you know, chat with everybody on the sidewalk. I wanted to keep on moving, you know. I'll tell
1: you what else, is, what else has changed. When we were growing up... Not that it didn't happen—that uh, adult strangers didn't have bad intentions for children—but we were more trusting, and we could be. Your, mm. your parents could let you go outside. You could walk to the corner store, get yourself a candy bar with your twenty-five cents, and walk back. Okay. This days, these the kids who the kids are Kids have been older trained; will, don't
0: speak to strangers. That's correct. Oh, maybe that's
1: part and of I it. Think that's, I think that's—I think that's—that's ingrained, and it's like don't talk to strangers. well all of a sudden you don't turn twenty and start talking to everybody. On the oh,
0: street. that's an interesting point. I bet that's right. I bet that's exactly Man, right, I bet
1: you that's part, of it. plus, I think if you're outgoing, you know, um, I don't say hello to everybody every now and no. then though, I have walked by people totally strange who don't live around here, yeah, and I'll just say hi,
0: yeah, 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 I use because uh, they, I they often I, you. I I play it by yours fifty percent for me, I yeah. say hi to fifty, I don't
1: I okay. think you gotta read the face,
0: all right, our next survey, I saw this one, I thought you I thought of you, it's just a real quick headline, but, but it says here that uh. Reason survey reveals that cleaning your home can be a stress reliever. Uh, You thought of me? I thought of you because you love to clean your home. Uh, It was conducted by Bona, and they say that 9 out of 10 Americans say they feel more relaxed uh, when their living space is clean.
1: How about I agree you? With, I, I agree with that. The first part that you have associated me with loving to clean, I want to know. My question is, what are you smoking?
0: <laughs> um, you, you, cl- look, I'm looking at your apartment right now, and it's so clean and neat.
1: You're looking at one. I see. 18th of my apartment. So you can't possibly <laughs>
0: pan the camera around because we'll see stuff. No, yeah, no, I get you. Not no, asking. Not asking. It's uh,
1: not, you know what? It's not, uh, let me say this. <laughs> When you live in a smaller space, as I do now, and it's fine, but you tend to pick up things more. It's not dusting. It's not about dusting. It's about putting something away. Clutter is your thing. Because otherwise you're like, and you spend half your life, you realize it way too late in life. We spend so much of our time looking for stuff that we already have. We know it's here. We know we didn't throw it out. We just don't remember where we put it.
0: In respect to this survey it does though feel kind of good if you've done the work to clean the house and then you're done and you put your feet up on the couch and you you just sit there in the clean house. It is kind of relaxing, honestly.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And there's certain there are certain chores that I think when you do them you feel like you're you're getting instant. Feedback right away. For instance, my favorite, my go-to, even though I have to get the thing out and plug it in, is vacuuming. Vacuuming. It's instant gratification. You you run it and you, the dust is gone. Back and forth, it's go, It's nice and fresh, and the and the carpet, even if it's a cheap carpet, looks better.
0: I never thought of that, but that's right. I feel the same way. There is right. now, something. dusting. Those dusting, taking those swaths with the vacuum cleaner, and there's little specks of stuff in the carpet, and then you just with that. Push and pull, it's gone. It does feel good, doesn't it? It's very it satisfying. It was
1: interesting. In this study, did it not say that people don't care for dusting?
0: Yeah, dusting's not a, a big... Uh,
1: Why? You know, you. I could sit there uh, and I'm vacuumed. You know, I vacuumed up to my ears that, that week. But I could be sitting there looking at a corner of the coffee table that the sun hits it every day and there's dust on it. And I will wait and wait and wait and wait and uh, look at it. You just don't want look- to do it, right? And I don't know what it is about dust. I had to dust when I was when I was little. That was my chore. And my mother had a lot of collectibles. So guess what? Pick it up, dust it, put it back. Pick it up, yeah, dust it, oh, take it that's all horrifying. off. Oh, no,
0: that's where it came oh, from. Your, your from your childhood. I adventure. hate folding laundry. I hate ironing. Uh so but I will tell you it, when it's done and I have a stack of t-shirts in my closet all nicely folded, there's a sense of relief and a sense of happiness that goes along with it. I that. don't
1: mind folding. Ironing, forget it. My, I told you, I, I think I know where my iron is. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something else too, especially about ironing. Yeah. Right now, as, uh, here we are in California, they're asking us not to use the electricity so much because if you get a hot day, people need the air conditioning, all of that. So I try to watch my little carbon footprint within my own space. That's good. And ironing is a big energy sucks.
0: Oh, is that your excuse? Look oh, I'm trying to save energy. I'm going to stop ironing. I right. am going to use that one. Okay, moving on to our final topic of the day. This is the most popular ice cream flavor among Americans, according to YouGov.com. Are you mm-hmm. excited to hear the result of this survey? What the number one most popular ice cream flavor is? Aren't you excited? i
1: I'm not as excited about that as I am about mystified by why you would only pick one. But go
0: ahead. Well, there's there, there there's a list actually, but we'll start with number 1 and if I had a drum roll, I'd give it to you, but I don't. So here it goes. Chocolate. Uh-uh. No surprise. No surprise, right? It was, no it was kind surprise, of an anticlimactic, no cho- right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was never a chocolate ice cream person, and then I really got into chocolate big time. And um, now <laughs> chocolate everything. You know, if I could have chocolate pasta, I would probably eat it. But uh, I, I do love chocolate, yeah. and I love chocolate ice cream. I don't dislike vanilla. I used to like vanilla a lot, but I like other things better. Vanilla was also very
0: cream. popular. Uh, according to the yes. survey, uh, which was done by YouGov. they asked nearly 20,000 Americans what their flavor- favorite flavor Flavor of ice cream was 17% said their favorite flavor was chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh Vanilla was 15%, hmm. strawberry, 8%. I don't like strawberry, mint chocolate chip, 8%. Love that. Love it. We'll talk more about mint chocolate chip in a second. Okay, sure. Butter pecan, 8%. Oh, God, I used to love that. I, I like haven't that. had that in yeah, a long time. my mother
1: loved that. Yeah, my
0: mother not, yeah. loved butter pecan, too. Ooh, yeah. Um, chocolate chip cookie dough. Now, I have a weird thing about cookie dough. I have this... Yes, yes. Thing in my mind that you can't eat cookie dough because there's raw eggs in it, so don't eat it because you might get salmonella poisoning.
1: I hear you. I'm with you.
0: <laughs> Obviously, they don't myself, do that in the ice cream. But listen, if yeah. you
1: want a cookie, have a cookie. <laughs> if you want to clean off the bowl after you make cookies, a different story again. Do you have to blend it all with ice cream? I mean, you're already you know yeah. chunking up as it is. Like what? It, I
0: honestly, I haven't even really tried cookie dough because of this fear I have. But I'm just wondering, does it taste? Just like cookies, except doughier. Is that what it I is? I don't.
1: I don't know. We... I don't eat it, and for almost the same reason, you don't.
0: That tied with cookies and cream at six percent. So there's lots of really um, interesting. By the way, cup versus cone. Which do you prefer? Oh, cone. Oh, interesting. Let's let's wrap this up by talking about our favorite all time flavor. It can be anything. It can be a sorbet. It can be. They don't make mine. Oh, what is yours? Stand uh, oh. by. Okay. Uh, again, drum they roll required. They don't
1: make my flavored ice, flavored Anymore. ice cream. Anymore. They obviously did at one time. No. Well, actually, there was a rainbow ice cream when I was a kid. Seal test rainbow ice cream was good, but that's not it. My favorite ice cream that that, that is no, that is not made. You can get it once in a while here and there at a fancy ice cream shop, licorice.
0: Yeah, see? see that made face? my face go like let me tell ew, you something i, I had this think.
1: conversation with ben and jerry they came on the show and i told them i said why don't you make licorice ice cream and they're on a book tour and they said you know somebody in seattle said that I, so they wrote it down and i said if you want a test taster and they said yeah well what's your phone oh, they had the whole thing i was waiting and waiting and waiting i even told them what to do for the what to call it and what how to do the. what kind of- would you
0: call licorice ice cream yeah,
1: i would you would call it licorice stick and okay. there would be a silhouette i think it would probably be public domain but, you know, Ben and Jerry could afford it. They would have a silhouette of Benny Goodman who played the clarinet because the clarinet is called the licorice stick among people who usually play the saxophone and the clarinet. Ah, uh, got it. Yes, My yes dad did, yes. And that's what it's called. It's, so people who play would know that and yeah. then you'd have the silhouette of Benny Goodman on the carton. Got it. And they like the whole thing. <laughs> something and I love licorice.
0: Something to experiment with. I like yes. the idea. My favorite um, ice cream of all time still is and always probably will be... Um, a mint chocolate chip but but not oh, just okay. any mint chocolate chip the briars mint chocolate chip because there's something about the mint that they have it's a white uh color it isn't green it's white with the chips and yes. the the ice cream because of the the mint that they use it makes it feel extra cold so you've okay it seems it isn't colder it's the same temperature as any ice cream I'm sure but it Feels really cold when you're eating it, and so
1: super, super refreshing. Mint yeah. chocolate chip, Breyers. Um, By the way, have you tried the mint chocolate chip that Trader Joe's puts out?
0: No, is that good? You love
1: Traders. It's good. It's it's not uh, the, the fake green color. It's the white ice cream with the dark chocolate chips. Okay. Uh, but t- twice within the last, I'd say, month or so, I saw in print uh, – I think it was real simple. Magazine had it in a couple. Maybe it was more than a month. And somebody else mentioned how good that was. So interesting. And and I've tried it, and it is. It's really. It is good. Try it. Going to get some
0: of that at Trader Joe's. Susan Sakura, thank you once again for joining us for uh, an episode of Older and Wiser.
1: Yeah. Well. uh, (laughs) Yeah. tip tip, Tip your waiters and your waitresses and. If they bring you licorice ice cream, tip them even more.
0: Tip them even more for the licorice ice cream. All right. Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, For all the stuff that matters when you're 50 plus, visit us at olderandwiser.com and we'll see you next time.